The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Can't stop the vision, man's got the feeling like running the marathon and he's this close to the finish, ain't no coaching ambition, either it's there or it ain't, but I'm someone in the oil, laying on the ground, counting lights after taking a loss, might get polite applause, not get a superstar with their things, plastered on walls, I know that's fucking levels, but this ascension feels like a motherfucking criminal, it stays in supplemental, this ambition, it's a rent to every flame dims eventually, niggas march to the beat on my joint, forget to credit me, to a fault, don't get it twisted, I'm the fucking shit Only shit y'all niggas got over me is the budget to buy All of them likes and them clips, so get in the ring I know for a fact, I'm knocking y'all on your ass Y'all cats ain't seeing me, whether it be the pens or the pads Don't give a fuck about the accolades and padding your stats Mad and ass motherfuckers can't do shit until it's garbage time Now I'm a bunch of Joe, crackles on the rhymes I am not convincing, I am not impressing I do not believe you when you say that you're the best Y'all are not elite, I promise you Got the lions, I'm the hyena I got a scrap for whatever I eat Y'all be the seniors, the Hogan's and the and Joe win Cause you're supposed to, I fight because I have to It's just another job, motherfucker uh, But y'all don't hear me, me y'all don't hear me I'm streaming a lot of both kids, I'm making scary, y'all I'm making very no quick, ain't in my mood Set my eyes on the title, I promise that I'm a true threat Expect me, motherfucker, uh But y'all don't hear me, y'all don't hear me I'm streaming a lot of both kids, I'm making scary, y'all I'm making very no Ain't in my mood, set my eyes on the title I promise that I'm a true friend Nah, but y'all don't hear me though I scream it loud in both ears, I'ma get stereo I'ma get very no quit, ain't in my mood Set my eyes on the title, I promise that I'm a true threat Expect me motherfucker, uh But y'all don't hear me though I scream it loud in both ears, I'ma get stereo I'ma get very no quit, ain't in my mood Set my eyes on the title, I promise that I'm a true threat Hey, bomb Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a special After Dark episode here off the Top Row Podcast. Y'all know who the hell I am. Y'all should know who the hell I am. I'm Black on the head honcho here at the operation. Thank you all for joining me in this special episode. Don't forget to hit the like, share, subscribe, and notifications bells here to stay up to date and you know stay up to date with all the content that we have and all the future content that we're going to have provided here for the, for the channel. Obviously, the, you know, the last week of wrestling, our main show is on Fridays at 11 p.m. Eastern, available on YouTube, Twitch, uh, Twitch, Facebook groups, and all the uh, wherever that you get your podcast from. There's too many of them to name. We're on like 15 podcast platforms, but we're still trying to grow this bitch. And of course, you know, don't forget to check us out on bonfire.com slash store slash off the top rules podcast to get your latest merchandise. And pretty soon, we're going to have our 20% off sale for I me mean, for the upcoming spring. So, yeah, for the St. Patty's Day um, package, we're going to try to do something for that to bless them and to bless you guys, the Vivid fans, and also our secondary store, which is coming up, which you which you can get on teesprings.com as well. Type in the search bar off the top rules podcast. We got all the latest merchandise there. And, of course, we got the two of I mean, them. We got the three-color slides on deco.com, D-E-C-O slides.com. Make sure that you grab a couple of things. And as I'm working on a few more merchandise, you know, just bear with me, folks. We still got a lot of ground to cover, folks. So, 
Ah, oh, bear with me. But nonetheless, my special guest tonight, man. Of course, for those of you guys that do not know, at Braun Strowman and EC3, earlier last week, had made an announcement of a new WrestleMania control you there is CYN. And this, our special guest, is part of that new promotion. Give it up for my special guest tonight, Mr. Jake Logan. He's in the house with us. Welcome, man. Doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here, man. Man, this has been crazy. First off, you know, the first of the house of the week and everything else. Um, I mean, I mean, like anything new that you mean? I mean, um, that you working on right now currently? Uh, man, uh, since the announcement, uh, I've gotten bookings left and right. Literally, like probably around ten bookings in two days have just popped up. <laughs> uh, March is going to be super, super busy. Not just for the control your narrative, but for uh independent promotions that want want me as well so i'm very blessed to be able to uh be featured with these under, other promotions word nice so can you just take us back to how this control your narrative cyn first for I mean, first guy started? i know some of the people that may come in here may not know the whole cyn story but for you to actually been in a few matches prior to that um against I mean, against Brockman and you know, EC3, but the whole control, but the whole CYN narrative has grown to a phenomenon right now. Do you think that you can um, give a little bit more insight to behind the CYN story? Well, I don't want to give away everything uh, because we still have the uh, the free the narrative movies one and two on YouTube. If you look up control your narrative, you'll be able to find free the narrative one, free the narrative two. First one's headlined by EC3 versus Matt Cardona, who was Zack Ryder in WWE. The next one is uh, headlined by EC3 versus Adam Scher, who was Braun Strowman in WWE. Um, we're starting off with uh, March 5th in Orlando. We got the new, it's the Awakening. So this is our, our first show. We're going to be doing it big. Um, as far as like the start of it, man, I met EC3 in August of 2020 and he and I kind of clicked a little bit. I told him like what I was doing, what the things that I've been through and everything of the sort. And he kind of took me under his wing as his first project. And from there, he helped me with my promo abilities. He gave me some in-ring advice that I've been able to use going towards every single match. Um, he had the idea of doing the free the narrative movies where he would bring in these guys that wanted to tell their story because in order to control your narrative, it is to tell your story and you have to fight. So he wanted to do kind of like a fight club underground type of style where we could go in, in depth of character development, if that makes sense. Um, and so for my story, we tapped into um, a story through my dad. We played up the story of how my dad lived vicariously through me. Um, and like I said, I'm not going to give away everything because I mm -hmm. want people to check out the Free the Narrative movies one and two. And yeah, man, it's it's just been, it's a fun ride. And I'm I'm looking forward to March 5th. Man, listen, I like when I heard the news, I was like, okay, it's a new promotion that 
it gives another alternative for other people that's not one of the ones, whatever stuff that's going on. And then um and the fact that these two are at the helm of it is really making a lot of noise. And I really do appreciate shaking up the shaking up the atmosphere with new stuff and giving other people more alternatives, but more importantly, more wrestling. And you know what I'm saying? We gotta be able to keep this wrestling going because as much as Certain people don't look at professional wrestling the same way how they did back in the day. Now, with the main promotion that's out, you can go to anyone and find whatever one that interests you, and yeah. that's fans across everyone else. So now, looking at this, I mean, what I mean, what's the talent pool going to look like, man? I mean, like, is it going to be one of those like mixed breed of storytellers and uh, ring ability, or is it going to be just like a couple of um? Like set skills, and then we just, you know, and then we just go through things that way on a daily, I mean, on a weekly or monthly basis. So, this isn't going to be your typical independent promotion. Um, it's, it's not, it's not your typical indie. It's not, it's not a faction. It's not an invasion. It's, it's an awakening. So, we want people to experience the, the grittiness of this where we want to show how realistic we can be and you know it's it's more of like a physical blend of wrestling with in-depth character development and storytelling i always tell people i'm in the business of storytelling and that's what we want to tap into we want to we want to feature the realistic side of each story and you know that i feel like that is what's going to captivate the audience definitely and definitely storytelling is needed in wrestling, though. It's, uh, I mean, especially, I mean, especially now. I mean, I don't know how many people would feel about the storytelling situation in many different styles and you know, companies and all the other stuff. But I'm a storytelling guy, but I'm an angry performer as well. So if you can give me the both of them and one, as you know, say in the match, I mean, I'm fine with it because I like to be able to be able to tell a story. And storytelling, you know, a story can gravitate you, or it can make you think about something, or or even better, or it can actually play along like that's exactly what the hell that I was thinking of, or it's something that I've been de- I mean that I've been dreaming about for a while, and then now we finally get the opportunity to um to witness it. So for CYN, I'm actually looking forward to this, and I'm really gonna I'm really gonna be um watch out for those two movies because definitely them two movies now make me really intrigued to see what the what the I mean, what the cultivation of CYN is gonna be for I me mean, for the future and you know what I'm saying and you know and, and all going wise but definitely something to look to really look forward to so folks if you do not know what to see CYN story like you said check out um the control your narrative movies and where can they find them at you can find them on YouTube if you just search free the narrative on YouTube you'll find the control your narrative YouTube page and uh yeah you'll be able to see uh, movies one and two. They're about an hour and a half a piece. So get you get you a bowl of popcorn. Well, definitely so. But for you, let's take it back. I mean, let's take it back to the essence, man. All the way back to the childhood days, man. What made you? What made? I mean, what got you involved in the wrestling? And who was the guy or woman, for that matter, that got you really saying, "This is what the hell I want to want to do for the rest of my life." It was uh, my dad, one hundred percent. We always used to watch professional wrestling when I was a kid. Um, I think the match that made me 
realized that I wanted to be a professional wrestler was Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 19. Um, and it's so cool because I was actually uh, blessed to be able to tell them that, both of them. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a great moment. But back in the day, my dad, he got into wrestling in America's Georgia. Uh, he started training, but he was a manager for um, it was a it was a promotion in Fort Valley, Georgia. So he got his start there, and it just kind of set it off for me. I, I I we ended up moving to Texas. I essentially grew up with a ring in my backyard because my dad wanted to open his own promotion, and he's been running ever since. It's called Top of Texas Pro Wrestling in Amarillo, Texas. Um, it's where I got my start. He always told me when I was when I turned seventeen. Excuse me. When I turned 17, I could start wrestling um, because when uh, as a 17 year old in Texas, you can be tried as an adult. So my my very first match happened to be on my 17th birthday. I wrestled a guy named Cody Jones, who is wow. the son of legendary uh, Mr. Ebony Tom Jones. And uh, I, I I won the match and I actually due to storyline purposes, I was actually featured in a match later in the night. It was an eight man tag team match. Um, so I was in that and, and my opponent for uh, Cody, he was in that match as well. Um, my team ultimately ended up losing to further the storyline, but man, it was, uh, it was an experience I'll never forget, <laughs> but I've been going strong ever since I'll be hitting my 12th year in the business this year, 21 years around the business. And um, it's been a fun ride, man. <laughs> That's crazy. So what? So once you turned seventeen, it was automatically like, okay, you can get in the ring now. So like, was you training before that time period, or was you actually just going as you training as you went along? So uh, Cody helped me get ring ready. I was originally supposed to fight a guy named Chewy Martinez, who's the booker for Top of Texas, uh, my dad's promotion. But he ended up breaking his ankle, and so I ended up going against Cody, which ultimately like was really, really good for me because Cody had that experience factor and the charisma to help me tell that story. And when I, a lot of people look back on their first match and they're like, oh, I don't ever want to watch that. It, it's terrible and blah, blah, blah. When I look back at my first match, I, of course, I noticed the things that I, I screwed up on, of course. But when I look at my first match, because I had such a good leader in the ring with me, I'm proud of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, well, you always got to take pride in your work. And more importantly, it's always good to go back and critique your own work as Absolutely. well. The same way how I tell these guys here here in the podcast, always watch the previous stuff because we can learn from a few things that we did in the past that we did right, that we did wrong, and we can make this thing better. And that's the only way that you can be able to grow and work on the craftsmanship is if you continue to become a work in progress. So, wow. Well, so wow to that, man. Shit. Oh, shit. And so, so Texas, uh, when you turn 17, you get charged as an adult? You can, yeah. In the court of law in Texas, you can be tried as an adult at 17 years old. God damn it, man. Mm -mm. I don't know how they really feel about that because I'm from Boston, so I know I know I know up here back then it used to be 18 before they changed it to 21. But yo, know, 
because we hit 21, it's it's like a milestone. I guess that I guess now down there we hit 17. It's like yo, you can actually go grab yourself a beer. Now you guys can go do illegal adult stuff when you technically you're still in your high school. What's well, that? No, I said technically you can do adult stuff when you're in high school. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's even more to say. So, Cyber, I know that I know that you're watching this. I mean, like they still have like regular laws in place, of course. Like you can't, as a 17 year old in Texas, you can't go out and buy a pack of cigarettes. You still got to wait till you're 18 or whatever. Um, but yeah, just like if you if you commit a crime, just in the court of law, you can be tried as an adult as a 17 year old. Wow. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. You <laughs> will never catch me. Probably. You probably live it out there because we get that. Man. I probably would have been like, yeah, bad move for me. Bad move. I mean, I'm a city slicker. I mean, I don't know how the environment would be for me if I ever would have, you know, just switch. And oh man, I can I don't know. I can't see myself doing that. But um, but yeah, but so you're going, so you're going through all that. You're you're with me, you're working with your father at first, and then when you hit 17, you got in the ring, and then you've been doing this for 12 years. What other promotions have you really? I mean, what what other promotions uh, have you been through, and what was the high points and the low points of those? Uh, well, I will say this much: for the first three years of my career, my dad would not let me be a heel. And the most in, in that three years time, um, I think I'm only really traveled out to Oklahoma and New Mexico. And still, even then, my dad like did not want me to be a heel at all. He always told me, I want you to learn how to get beat up. That way, when you eventually do turn heel, you know how to do it. Does that make sense? So like when I when I was ready to turn heel and I was I was ready for it. Like I was itching at the at I was ready. I was just ready. And I was bugging my dad every weekend because he runs every Saturday night. He's run for about 16 years every Saturday night. And so every Saturday night, I would be bugging my dad. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And he, for a while, he didn't, he didn't deem it fit. So when I finally did turn heel, let me backtrack. Before I did turn heel, I was getting chants from that, from the Amarillo audience, like Jake Cena, Jake Cena. And it was a it was a pretty wild time until I finally turned heel. And when I did turn heel, I was so I was so thankful because I understood what my dad did. Because it takes it takes a while for psychology to click when you're a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. And once I turned heel, I'd say after it wasn't right after I turned heel, but a few matches after I turned heel, I was like, I understand what I need to do now. And so from there on, it just, it really helped me. Um, my dad even sent me out to Ocala, Florida to learn from Dory Funk Jr., who I claim as my, as my base trainer, because when I got to Dory's, he really crispened me up. Mm-hmm. And so I spent three months with Dory. I came back to Amarillo, Texas, and um, that's when I started really taking more bookings, uh, more around the United States. As far as uh, promotions go, that'd be a long list, and I wouldn't be able to remember all the promotions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you've been doing this for 12 years, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's probably more numbers that I can probably think off the top of my head. And that's yeah. let alone is probably what in like a few states, yeah. Well, more than a few. I've 
I want to say there's probably 10 states in the United States I haven't been to yet. So, is one is one other states Massachusetts? I have not been to Massachusetts. Well, at least good to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know, though. So at least, so at least, if he, so at least if he did, I would at least be there. Okay, I know, I, I know who's coming up. I know this guy now. So now he comes up here. He got someone up here now. So you know, we look out for you where you Ooh. are up there. So definitely that. But ah, uh, so all right. So when you so we go through all that twelve, you know, to, I mean, twelve year pro. 12 year pro, you probably have the highest accolades. You probably already won like a few, a few world heavyweight titles and different promotions, right? Uh, a few. Uh, I'd say, as far as titles go, my highest accolade would be being the youngest NWA national champion in history. Uh, I won that in 2016. I beat the Golden Boy, Greg Anthony. And ultimately, I, I lost the title back to him in Dyersburg, Tennessee. But I won the title in Amarillo, in my hometown. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> that was definitely one of my biggest accomplishments in professional wrestling. And Did that's you also, also dubbed that as like your top rivalry as well, too? Not top rivalry. Um, I, would, I would say my top rivalry ended up being against Cody Jones later. Like maybe I might have been like... I might have been like seven years into wrestling at that point because mm. um, we even did a, a loser leaves town type of uh, last man standing match where he ended up uh, leaving and moving to Chicago. And so, yeah, that was definitely my best rivalry. And um, but, yeah, I won the NWA national title in 2016. And that's that's one of the highest honors that I've had in, in professional wrestling. That's awesome, man. What's happening? I mean, what's happening? I don't know which one of this is. It's not cyber because that's not his terminology. But um, <laughs> so I'll be, yeah, I don't know because some sometimes with the comments that do come in, it's probably a Facebook user. So sometimes you might not know who it is. I might have to decode by dialogue about who that person <laughs> is. Just stuff like that. But um, so I mean, all right. So let's just move on to some of the professionalized questions. I'm pretty sure you're not really used to watching the I mean the current product right now, correct? I'm sorry, say that again. I said you're not used to watching the current product right now, correct? I I tune in every so often. I try to I try to keep up, you know. Um You got a glimpse I'm, at what happened at um Eliminated Chamber and um what's the paper they have yes? Oh yeah, in um impacts on no surrender. Uh so I didn't watch impact. I caught a little bit of what happened with Elimination Chamber. As far as like Bobby Lashley getting hurt and uh, Roman Reigns winning, like that's about all I know. Okay, well, it's not really too much. I mean, people got let down when it comes to Elimination Chamber, but the No Surrender pay per view though, from beginning to end, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Could you see yourself as you working for them one of these days? Yeah, absolutely. I literally just emailed Gil Kim today, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I. I uh, I'm definitely trying to get out there more. Um, my focus right now is on CYN, and um, I'll right now I'm gonna do whatever they need because they're we have the name value now. We need to build on top of that. <laughs> That's great, man. Listen, if you're gonna be in CYN, I mean, 
God damn it. I was going to ask how many titles that you think that they're going to try to debut. And are we going to have a women's roster there? So we have Marina Shafir with us already. Ooh. I can I can smell some things happening with that. Oh man, listen. But as far as the narrative goes, man, it's there's no contracts involved. Like anybody who wants to show up, you just can't show up. Yes, knock on the door. If you really? want to fight, come get a fight. You know, um, it's the thing about the narrative is like in order to have what you really want, you must become who you really are. So with that, you. The guys that you saw watching on TV, the EC3s, the Braun Strowmans, the Karrion Crosses, in the narrative, they don't exist. EC3 is the essential character. Braun Strowman is now the Titan. And Karrion Cross is Killer Cross. Fuck it, yo. I yo, when I heard you know, when I heard that he was going into, I was like, what? Imagine the possibilities. Now were you saying this? Like now anyone anyone can go over there? Anybody, just knock Anybody. on that door. Just, just knock, knock on, on the door. door. So no matter if they are on the contract or not on the contract, they can say, you know what? Yo, let me in for one match, or let me just see what this is really about. Yeah, man, that's just fucking awesome. Come out, yeah. knock on that door. Damn. Prove, prove that you're not just a typical indie worker. You're not the guy that's gonna do a million flips or. 20 Tope Suicidas, 30 Canadian Destroyers. Like, this isn't this isn't spot monkey stuff, man. This is, you're getting in there, and we're telling the story through a fight. It's our, it's our own blend of wrestling. People are going to love it, or people are going to hate it. Or people is going to get, like, it's going to get, like, friction. Like, you know, you can be like, you know, how people are going to say, this is great, and this is bad, but I was like, it, it's going to be that clash. But I'm expecting that to happen anyway. But me, I'm more, I'm more excited than anything else. Because now with this, imagine the possibility that so many of these releases that's been released from other companies and people that's not choosing to resign that just want to just go off and just go take bookings. Now imagine they come knocking on that door. Oh Anybody my god! Now that it just changes the whole fucking, the hand, the whole fucking landscape is is really going to change when this happens. It doesn't matter if you're a professional wrestler that was thrown in the trash by corporate greed or if you're an indie worker that's had 10 matches. You knock on that door, there's always a spot. Ooh. That might get some people to really say, you know what? Maybe these maybe these other guys ain't in. Maybe this over here, if I make my bones with them, it's like joining the mob with you guys, technically. Yeah, you gotta come in, you gotta do your part and make your bones before you really become like I said, man, it's 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 not your typical indie. This is it's not necessarily an invasion, but it's an awakening. And that's what that's what um March 3rd and March 30 or March 5th and March 31st are called. It's awakening in Orlando, awakening in Dallas. And we're gonna take this on the road. Dallas is our first television taping. So is this gonna be like a like a few states to start off at first and then try to expand? We can. So anywhere and anywhere. Anywhere. Well, Boston, come the fuck up here. <laughs> 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 I, I definitely be I definitely be the goddamn builder for that. I'm like, 
Ooh, this is you know, this is just right up my alley, bro. Just just dog fights. That's it. <laughs> and that's my thing, man. I I always go out to the ring. I in my promos, I yell, if you don't like me, fight me. I'm Jake Logan. And this is this is so perfect for me. And I'm not trying to just boost my ego here, but this is perfect for me because 12 years, man, I am sick of being just that journey kid pro wrestler begging for a break. I am tired of being just a professional extra you know standing around in a suit and tie for 10 hours looking awkward hoping maybe i get some sort of an opportunity i didn't grow up in this business to be to be mediocre and that's what i'm there to prove at cyn i want to show these companies because i had a tryout in may i've emailed the bigger companies i've done stuff with aew wwe i'm ready to show that they missed out. You know, I'm 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 with CYN now. There's no contracts involved. So if they wanted me, you know, maybe there's talks. But I want to show them why they should have already signed me. No, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I understand there's a lot of wrestlers as that is on that that way that's in that category right now. That for that right there. I felt it, but I can hear other people say the same thing. And now when that reaches to them and they're going to be like, oh, my God, this is really what it is. You're going to have people flocking over there left to fucking right and be like, yo, get me out of this contract. Let me just go over here and just say, fuck it. I think that's where a lot of people, that's what a lot of wrestlers are going to start doing little by little once they start getting a feel of it. And they'd be like, whoa, okay. That's somewhere. I, oh, now that door open too? Shit, I'm going over there too. Yo. Exactly. Knock on that door. Knock on the door. <sighs> but I can't wait for this. Honestly, I can't fucking wait for this. Are you going to be in uh, Dallas Mania weekend? Well, one person in here, Cybria, my underboss of the podcast, he, I mean, he lives in Texas, so he's going to be down there. Not too sure if he's going to be around WrestleMania weekend, but. He could be, depending on what's what's being offered to the table. Okay. Um, well, we got Cyber, if you're seeing this, we got the CYN event at Gillies in, at 8 p.m. Uh that Thursday. So it's March 31st. If March 31st. uh if he, if he shows up, like uh I wouldn't mind doing something uh with him as far as the podcast goes, if uh if you guys are interested. So yeah. we can get it set up. I'll be there. Anything that we can do to help, man, we're willing to do it, man. He he lives down there. He was just talking about it. He said, oh, he said it. No, he said it himself. He said, I'll be there mania weekend. So there we go. You know, Cyber, we'll talk, and then um, I'll give you his info and stuff like that so we can chop it up and make sure that, you know, we get this thing going. But, yeah, definitely, man. Like, yo, like, anything that we can do to help, man, listen, we, yo, we here for it. Now, this CYN thing, I'm more... I'm more intrigued about I'm more intrigued about how it's gonna be shown. I'm more intrigued about who's gonna be there, but more I just want to just see how everything is just gonna be taking place. And I can already just imagine just dark dunginess, one ring right in me, right there, collected just around the ring, and it just go by by match by match, or maybe just or, or it might be just one collected match. At first, it just gotta give it a feel, like a little trailer, and then you guys are gonna do the weekends city by city, state by state, right? Man, there's so much that I want to say, but I can't. 
and I totally you know, listen, and I totally get it. But yo, the CYN, the controlling narrative, check that out coming up. Whenever the TV deal it gets announced, we 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 are gonna be making sure that we're gonna be watching the very first one and making the, sure the that best happens. way to check this out, man, is by watching those movies. Then you're gonna get a feel of what we're about and what you can kind of expect. Now, as far as the movies go, they're they're a real like cinematic take on mm-hmm. what we're offering. Um, this goes into like some stuff that I can't really talk about, but just watch the movies, man, and and you'll get a real understanding of of what we're doing. I yo listen, I definitely will, man. Um, yo, Pharrell. Jake, thank you for even coming on for you talking to me about the CYN thing because when because when I heard about it, I yo my mind was blown when I first heard when I first heard the news and I was just like, really? And then all of a sudden, then that's when you said something and that's how we got connected. And then all of a sudden, I started doing a little bit more deeper research into it. And I was like, you know what, bro? Did, did, I mean, I'm like, this might cause something, but change is good. I mean, for me, I'm always thinking, yeah, change, you know, certain, I mean, certain changes are good, certain changes are not, but to have different alternatives out there of wrestling that people can go and enjoy, and I'm pretty sure you guys will have a following behind you, Gary, Gary MT. And I thank you for being here for us on uh, on this After Dark episode, man. Definitely Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And, uh, definitely let people know where they can find you, the merchandise, and everything else that, um, um, that you want to push. This is your victory lap. Well, for the tickets for the Control Your Narrative shows, you go to www.controlyournarrative.co. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at official underscore I'm Jake Logan, Facebook.com slash I'm Jake Logan because I'm Jake Logan, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Jake Logan. Buy a shirt, show, sh- grab a shirt, support. Uh, support me, and if you show up to the Control Your Narrative events wearing one of my t-shirts, I'll give you two 8x10s for free. That's a sweet deal, folks. Sweet, you know, but it's a sweet deal. New new promotion coming out, man. For real, listen, if I lived, if I lived in Texas, believe me, I would. But, that, but if you guys come to Massachusetts, Boston, Massachusetts, to be exact, listen, <laughs> hey man, me. knock on that door. Listen, man, knock this is where our operations at. You know what I'm saying? You come up here and knock on our door. They be like, yo, we coming up to your town. I'm like, when, where, what time, and how much? Yep. <laughs> and that's it. And that's all that you're really going to hear from me. But, folks, y'all know the drill. Y'all know the still. Make sure you hit the like, share, subscribe, and notifications bell to stay up to date with all the content here um, for OTTR, especially for Jake over here with the CYN. Definitely go on YouTube. Definitely going to use you watch those movies because I'm about to go do that my damn self just try to get a little bit more feel into this man before this whole thing comes grows within itself. And folks, man, listen, Blackheart, Jake Logan, thank you for being here once again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you my Thanks for having me, man. Yes, sir. And I gotta do just one thing. Real quick. That's just it. <laughs> Tell the English and tell me we pitch y'all to have a good weekend. Catch me later on this week for the next um for the next last weekend, uh, the last week um uh, last week in wrestling episodes. And yes, cyber, what are you saying? Find J shirt now. I'll see you in Dallas. There you go. There you go, see, man. Listen, man, you already got my underboss, man. He he will be down. And so I'll definitely um give you his info and stuff like that. So 
we'll definitely make sure that you two connect and then you know we just keep on rolling from there. Awesome, folks. Man. We bid y'all to have a good one. I'm funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny?